In this bulletin, Israeli forces begin to encircle Gaza's main city. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says upcoming China trip is about broadening Australia's relationships. And thousands of people have gathered in Sydney yesterday to support the Palestinian and Israeli people amid the ongoing Middle Eastern conflict. Israel has signalled its intent to encircle Gaza's main city, publishing pictures of battle tanks on the Palestinian enclave's western coast, 48 hours after ordering expanded ground incursions across its eastern border. Israel's self-declared second phase of a three-week war against Hamas militants had initially been kept from public view, with forces moving under darkness and telecommunications blackout cutting off Palestinians. Meanwhile, the Palestinian Red Crescent says it has received warnings from Israeli authorities to immediately evacuate Al-Quds hospital in the Gaza Strip, adding that raids had taken place just 50 metres from the facility. The Red Crescent says around 14,000 people have sought shelter at the hospital from Israeli airstrikes and released a video of what it said was the hospital. The location has been confirmed from buildings and building characteristics seen in the video, which matched satellite light and file imagery of the area, with the timing of the footage not being verified. The Palestinian Red Crescent's Nabal Fashak says it's impossible for them to evacuate. We don't have the means to evacuate Al-Quds Hospital. We have over 400 patients who are inside the hospital. Many of them are in the intensive care unit. Evacuating them means killing them. That's why we refuse the evacuation order. We call on the international community to intervene immediately to stop a humanitarian catastrophe that is unfolding. Thousands of people have gathered in Sydney yesterday to support the Palestinian and Israeli people among the ongoing Middle Eastern conflict. As the bombardment of the Gaza Strip remains persistent and Hamas militants continue to fire rockets into Israel, those who stand in solidarity have made their voices heard. Ethan Lyons, a Wiradjuri activist, says First Nations people and Palestinians have a shared struggle. Beneath the status quo friendship of Australia and Israel, First Nations Australians and Palestinians are linked through a shared history of struggle against colonialism, genocide and oppression. None of us are free until we are all free. Wiradjuri to the West Bank, Gadokul to Gaza, our invasion day to your Nakba. Palestine will be free. Meanwhile, earlier in the day, a rally was organised by pro-Israel groups demanding the return of hostages held by Hamas in Gaza. Josh Burns, the Labor MP for McNamara, says his community is brokenhearted. Well, I think everyone here today is just standing with a bit of a broken heart, trying to send a message that the people of Israel are not alone and that the Jewish community here in Australia and the people of Caulfield stand with them. Social Services Minister Amanda Rishworth says that while the federal government is not afraid to disagree with China on certain important issues, the country remains Australia's most significant trading partner. It comes just a few days before Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's trip to Beijing, where he will meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping. Ms Ridgeworth told Channel 7 that the Prime Minister's trip is important to help stabilise the relationship between the two nations.
Um, as a country and, and as a government, we've been pretty clear uh, that when we disagree uh, with uh things that China says or does, we will speak out against it. But we will also be very clear that where we can cooperate, we will. And I think that's really important for our national interest. Um, China is still our largest trading partner. The International Criminal Court's top prosecutor says impeding relief supplies to Gaza's population may constitute as a crime. Aid supplies to Gaza have been minimal since Israel began bombarding the densely populated Palestinian enclave in response to a deadly attack by its ruling militant group Hamas on October 7. Small fleets of 20 to 30 trucks carrying food and aid have been permitted through Egypt's border with Gaza in recent days, but these are far below the 450 trucks on average that would enter the Strip before the conflict began. United Nations officials have said the aid supplies are limited and do not correspond to the huge need on the ground. ICC prosecutor Karim Khan says Israel must make immediate efforts to ensure civilians receive adequate supplies. And I want to underline clearly to Israel that there must be discernible efforts without further delay to make sure civilians receive basic food, medicine. We hear reports of operations taking place without these basic medicines as if we're in the Middle Ages. In this regard, I have to say that Israel has clear obligations, not just moral obligations but legal obligations, to comply with the laws of armed conflict. National security and foreign policy advisers from over 60 countries, but not including Russia, have attended a two-day summit in Malta to discuss a peace plan for Ukraine. The two-day meeting of national security delegates is the third round of such talks in recent months. Ukraine sees them as an opportunity to win support for President Vladimir Zelensky's 10-point peace plan from countries across the globe, especially as the conflict in the Middle East risks shifting the focus away from Ukraine. Russia, which wasn't invited to any of the meetings, has dismissed the initiative as biased. Mr Zelensky says the majority of nations participating in the security summit are slowly moving towards an agreement. Last year, when I first presented the formula, the world was still discussing different visions, quite different approaches to restoring our state order and honest peace. And the world majority is gradually uniting around a common and just vision, which is reflected in the peace formula. World unity is what is really needed for the aggressors to lose. Matthew Perry fans made their way to the late actor's home in Los Angeles to pay their respects. The Emmy-nominated actor who played Chandler Bing on popular 90s sitcom Friends has died at 54. The actor was found dead at his home, according to coroner's records. An investigation into his death is ongoing, and it may take weeks before his cause of death is determined. One fan says the actor and the show helped her get through many difficulties in her life. I used to be sad, so my daughter used to come up to me and be like, Mom, I put friends on for you, friends is on TV for you. Go upstairs, because they, they knew that that was my happy place. So that they did help me get through my sad moments in life, the show in particular. But Chandler, he's, he left a legacy. 
Most of Queensland is under a total fire ban as crews battle almost 100 fires across the state, many at watch and act alert level. A fire at Landsborough on the Sunshine Coast has moved between emergency and watch and act for days. An evacuation order was in place for three hours on Saturday and residents were again told to leave on Sunday afternoon as the blaze broke containment lines. About 80 fires are burning across Queensland with dozens of homes destroyed and several lives lost. Further south in New South Wales, the Rural Fire Service has declared a total fire ban for the majority of the state for Monday, with hot, dry and windy conditions on the way, and temperatures expected to climb into the high 30s in several areas. In rugby, Eddie Jones has resigned as coach of the Wallabies less than a month after Australia's World Cup campaign, when the team failed to make the quarterfinals for the first time in history. The departure comes 10 months into his five-year contract. The 63-year-old met with Rugby Australia bosses on the weekend and amicably agreed to his departure. He told the Sydney Morning Herald that a lack of money, strategy and agreement on changes to be made were the reasons he quit. And now for a look at today's weather. Broome, mostly sunny 34. Perth, sunny 24. Adelaide, a shower or two, 19. Melbourne, showers increasing 21. Hobart, a shower or two, 18. Aubrey-Wodonga, cloudy 22. Canberra, becoming windy, sunny 27. Wollongong, partly cloudy 30. Sydney, partly cloudy 33. Newcastle, sunny 31. Brisbane, sunny 28. Townsville, mostly sunny 30. Cairns, partly cloudy 31. Alice Springs, mostly sunny 40. Darwin, a shower or two, 35. And the Torres Strait Islands, partly cloudy 32. And that is NITV Radio News.